Hello. Hi. And welcome. Welcome. To the Alpha Omega Podcast. To the Alpha Omega Podcast. Um. Um. (laughs) Guys, we are uh, accumulating listeners. um, Accumulating. Or, I guess, views on the podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. How much did Josh Josh say we're up to uh, total? More than more than nine hundred, less than one thousand and fifty, something like that. He, he's, I think he said like twelve hundred. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, snap! Oh, that's exciting because I thought it was lower. Yeah, but it's not lower now. It's higher than that. That's pretty exciting. That's uh, a lot of. That's a lot of looks. That's a lot of looks Look our flex, way. Like you know, flex. going to the uh, international campus ministry conference and. You know, it comes up in conversation every now and then, and everybody's like, oh, man, I should listen to that. That's really encouraging. We, yeah. we really appreciate everybody outside of Champagne, uh, as much as we appreciate people in Champagne listening. We, we always ask our guests how to encourage them, but if you guys are wondering... How to encourage us. How to encourage us. Just listen to the podcast just listen. and talk to us about it. That, wow, it really gets me. Yeah. So... Let us let us into your your life yeah. in this small way. We love it. So let's get on. Uh, let's get on chugging here. Uh, we got a very. We say this every week. <laughs> it's but let me tell true. you. But let me tell you, this one is a just a little bit a extra little bit special. More special. Than he the rest. literally flew all the way here just for from the another country just to be recorded on the podcast. The only reason he That's came. The only reason. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi guys, uh, I'm Jason and I'm from China. And yes, I flew all the way from China uh, just for the podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm here to visit the Champagne Church of Christ because uh, I love this church. And, and what's the the full name? The your full name? My my full name? Oh full, yeah. What's my, first my of all? Chinese what's your, name? What's your full English name? Because yeah. we um, definitely settled okay. this. <laughs> my full English name is. Well, I got a nickname first. Uh, Tiger of the East. Yeah, yeah, baby. That's the best one. And if you wonder, my English full name, that would be Jason Daniel Ol. Yeah. We gave him a middle name. That was great. Um, and then the Chinese. Yeah, what's your Chinese name? So my Chinese name, um, my family name is O. And my um, given name is Jiwei. Jiwei, baby. Nice. So that's the full name, J Wei O. Yes. Would you pronounce it backwards? Pronounce it. Would you spell it? Spell it. Would you say it backwards? <laughs> yes, in Chinese we say it. We say oh, family J-Wei. name first, and then we give a name. Oh, J Wei. Yeah. Oh. Oh. J Wei. Hey. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, well, Jason, great to have you on? Yeah, we're so glad you're here. So uh, it's, it's been awesome just to be able to catch up with you and mm-hmm. uh, spend time with you. That's great. Uh, but we definitely were not going to miss an opportunity to have you and your story be heard by uh, thousands. Well, <laughs> thousand <laughs> and a little bit extra, um, and that's cumulative. Cumulative. Yeah, it'll probably just be like probably be like fifty people yeah, or something. 50 or 60. But amen for for fifty sixty people. This is this Cha- is your brother, yeah. Jason Daniel. Oh. All right, Jason. Well, how about we start from the very tippy top or the very beginning? Bitty bottom. The (laughs) bitty. We're going to start from the very bitty bottom, boys and girls. Uh, Jason, growing up Uh in China, what was it like? Parents, siblings, 
school. that whole dynasty school yeah. uh, okay. from the earliest you can remember. Okay, give it to us. So, um, so in my family, uh, I've got my parents, my grandparents, uh, and I have a younger brother. Uh, he's twenty one now, and so in in traditional Chinese family, we live together in one house, like grandparents um, from my dad's side, and then my uncle. And his family and my family, we lived together in one house.、Uh, so when I was a kid,、um, I remember I hung out a lot with my. Well, I wouldn't say hung out.、Uh, it's like my grandma. She took care of me a lot. Yeah, when I was a little kid, maybe three years old, I can remember.、Uh, sometimes she would give me a piggyback, and then we would、uh, go to、uh, wet market to buy ingredients to cook. Um, and she'll wake up really early in the morning. She's like maybe four thirty or five in the morning. And because I slept with her when I was a kid, then、um, yeah, like I woke up at the same time. And then she would cook me breakfast, something like that. And then that's my memory when I was really like early, like three years old. And when I was maybe six. Then she passed away.、Uh, that was really sad for me,、um, but I couldn't remember a lot of things because I was too young, and all I could remember was just her face.、Um, but then,、um, well, I I lived in a small town, a small village.、Uh, the population <laughs> it's as big as Champagne. I wouldn't call it a small town,、um, but it's. Yeah, it's very peaceful. That's why I like Champagne a lot because it's very similar, except that environment's much better.、Um, but yeah, that small town has a lot of memories of me.、Um, and I went to elementary school and middle school in that town. And growing up, I had a lot of friends. What we would usually do、um, was to go to the river and just.、Uh, I don't know. Take showers <laughs> at the river,、uh, or just you know throwing rocks, or、um, yeah, do some stupid,、um, yeah, at the river. And then we also climb trees. Yeah, as just climb as high as you could.、Uh, it was crazy. It was dangerous, but I never broke a bone or anything. I was very lucky.、Um, then yeah, I when I was about fifteen. Something like that, fifteen, and then I left home and went to high school in a city. That was very sad for me because I have been living in the house for my whole life, and then I left、uh, the house, and I was like,、mm, I couldn't bear it for a day because I, I honestly I cried the first week of school because I was like, oh, I miss my mom, I miss my dad,、um, yeah. And I had a lot of hard,、uh, difficult conversations with my parents because I didn't want to go to that school.、Um, but then I made it through the first semester because、uh, my grandpa was so sad that I couldn't, like, or I didn't want to go to that school because that school is one of the best in town. And he wanted a brighter future for me. I didn't want it, and he was so sad. My dad talked to me about this, and I was like, "Okay, I'll try. I'll try one semester." And then I made it through the whole、um, like three years, 
it was very very challenging for me because I was sad the whole time. Um, so one of my teachers told my dad, she was like, "I thought your I think your son had some sort of problems because he's sad the whole time. Um, when he asked questions, he got straight right to the point, and he would not like ask other questions, uh, stuff like that." I was like, "Uh, yeah, maybe that's true." <laughs> But yeah, um, so it's so it's very interesting. When I was a kid, I was very happy because I was you know around my parents or my family the whole time. But when I left them and went to high school, I started to get a little bit sad. And then yeah, I had like health issues and a lot of stuff like that uh, come up. And yeah, after high school, and I started to get better. So yeah, it's. Like a glimpse of my childhood. Cool, nice. So you're you lost your grandma when you were six. Yeah, uh, but your grandpa is still around, isn't he? Yes. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, he's seven seventy two years old. Yeah, that's great. I can remember you or uh, we're just hanging out, and uh, I I uh, can remember him just like wanting to to FaceTime you like all the time. Oh yes, always <laughs> trying to get get time with Jason. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I taught him how to use uh, his cell phone and computer because uh, I was like, you know, I'm gonna be away from you for at least a year before I see you again, so I better teach you how to use it. And then he got better, and better at it, and then he started to use cell phone and send me video chat requests all the time. Sometimes I was too busy. I was just like, hey, grandpa, I can uh, do it for now, uh, something like that. So, but it was very interesting. Yeah, he's addicted to his cell phone now. <laughs> cool. And so your high school is—they they had like dorms on campus, or how? Did oh that yes, work? Um, I stayed at the boarding school, so it was very hard for me because I had to um, take a bus back home, and we couldn't go home uh, all the time. It's only like once a month you could go home, so it's very hard for me, as you know, a boy. Who would stay home the whole time with my parents, and then I could only go home once a month, and it was very tough because we had to study the whole time, like six days a week, um, and I was like, "Oh, that's too much. It's like a prison, um, you know." And the school was so small; it's not like an open space, you know. It has a gate. If you want to come through, you have to have like some sort of, I don't know, a passport or something like that. Um, so it was very challenging for me to transition from staying home the whole time and then to boarding school. That's why, yeah, I I got sad <laughs> for the whole time. Wow. So and this was still in your hometown. Like this was this t- same it's, town? No, it's different. Oh, okay. It's like an an hour away from my hometown. Gotcha. But yeah, the only transportation I could use that time was bus. So yeah. And wow. you you can't like get out of school until Saturday night, and then we have to come back on Sunday morning to study more, and then you have Sunday afternoon off, but that wouldn't give me like enough time to go home. Um, so I was really sad. And so b- both of these towns, how like what what were they like? Uh, where where were they in China? Were they like on the coast or may, you know? It's um, so the city I I lived in um, probably it's 
four hours away from Hong Kong. So Hong Kong is like by the coast, but we're a bit far from the coast. It's like mainland, I would say. Yeah, we got a lot of mountains and trees, um, things like that. It's like Colorado, maybe. Gotta love Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. And so then this town you went uh, to boarding school in, mm-hmm. was it was it still in, in inland? Yeah, I would say inland, yeah. And so you you'd go to the market and stuff with your with your grandma. Was was cooking something you grew up doing a lot? Uh, not really, because uh, my dad he's really good at cooking. Oh, nice. And my mom, my dad always said my mom doesn't cook as good as as him. Um, <laughs> so when my dad is home, he cooks the whole time, and my mom's the one who just you know start fire and and help him cook and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I never got an opportunity to cook, although my dad really wanted to teach me how to cook. I was like, mm, I'm too young. I don't want to cook. Um, yeah, so I didn't grow up cooking. The first time I actually started cooking was at church, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. So after you were yeah, baptized, baptized yeah. and part of the church at school. Yeah. Wow. I c- could have fooled me. Uh, I remember when, when you lived here, you, you cooked a lot. And, and this man's a chef. Yeah, <laughs> this man's be chefing it up in the kitchen, bro. Uh, making all kinds of stuff. Do Do you remember, like... The kinds of stuff growing up, like the kind of food that you would like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what was that? Uh, something that I really liked was like um, fried eggs that my mom made. Yeah. She put chives in there uh, mixed with eggs. So it's very delicious. Something that I really enjoy eating. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I hated tomatoes, um, pork, and beef. Many different things. So, because I don't like the smell of beef, especially the beef in China. Maybe they didn't cook it in the right way. So, it when it came out, I just like I didn't like the smell. So I was like, mm, it's not my type. So I eat a lot of fish, duck, chicken when I was a kid. Um, I didn't like eat pork. So yeah. So it was really hard for me um, to transition food wise when I was. Uh, in the boarding school because oh. I didn't get anything from my family. Like, they didn't cook for me, right? When I was in the boarding school, all I got was from the school, the cafeteria. The food was really sucky. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. It was like sometimes, because I love to study, and I would... So, the morning, we had classes all the way till 11.50, and I'll stay uh, in the classroom till 12.30, so, so like I didn't, I didn't need to get in line with a lot of people. Um, but by the time I got to the cafeteria, the food was kind of cold. I was like, oh, I had to deal with it. But yeah, and they have pork and they have, you know, duck, but that's not good. So I didn't like to eat the food in cafeteria when I was in high school. And the whole three years I had to deal with it and I tried to get used to it. And that's when I started to eat pork. Because I'm like, oh, i got to face my destiny. i got to try <laughs> eating pork now. I need to eat pork. <laughs> yeah. And then I, yeah. And then when I was in college and I started to eat tomatoes and um, what do you call it? Some kind of vegetables. I couldn't remember the name. Um, you put in a soup. It's like, it, it has stem. Um, what do you call it? I don't know. Carrot. Uh, not Leek? carrot. Um, Turnip. Turn it. Uh, Maybe um, onion, like like green onion. 
Not green onions, green. I can remember the name. Uh, you put it in the soup. Yeah, you put it's it in the soup. Stem. Yeah, whatever. But you you had to start eating that too. Yeah, I had to start eating that. <laughs> but that one, they chopped it up and mixed with other uh, vegetables. So it was easier for me to digest and eat. Um, so I was like, okay, uh, I'll take it. <laughs> and yeah, I started to like a lot of food when I uh, grew up. But when I was a kid, I hated a lot of things. I was very picky. My mom's like, eat this. I'm like, no. <laughs> Cool. Well, you said uh, the school had you study like six days out of the week, right? Yeah. Um, which is pretty strenuous. Do you, but do you think that might have like benefited you in some way of like being more disciplined further like in college and stuff? Yeah, I would say that because we, we had to study the whole time. And it well, that's when I got really into English, learning English. And because uh, I didn't like many subjects Back then, I was sad at that time, but English was the only thing that could heal me. It's like, I love English. So, and then I was studying English the whole time and, you know, I would write diaries and, you know, in the evening when we're study by ourselves. And I was like, great. That was the only thing that helped me get through the hard time when I was in high school, just writing a lot of diaries and in English and seeing myself, um, making a lot of progress in English was one of the best things in life. Like it just helped me, um, stay there. Um, it's just stay, uh, get through the whole time, the hard times. Yeah. Wow. English was a really big deal for you. Yes. <laughs> uh, I guess that's why you went on to become an, an ESL professor, teacher, uh, teacher, teacher, okay, teacher, not yet. Professor, not yet professors, <laughs> TBD, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So high school, boarding school, it, first of all, is, is that is it pretty common for it's like very, yeah. Chinese students? To it's very go- common. Yeah. Nice. Very common. Okay. Unless you're going to private schools. Yeah. In which case they would live at home mm-hmm. and then they would just. Their parents know. would pick them up. Yeah. Wow. So they're, yeah, I mean, they're rich. So that's why they're going to private school. And their parents would have cars to drive them around. Yeah. But we we're poor <laughs> so we didn't have like parents drive drove us to school and back home gotcha yeah so you had to had to go off to boarding school and yeah figure that all out dang what, what was the what was the friend situation like you know even growing up was it like just your family i mean because it sounds like you had a lot of people living in one house yeah uh, i imagine you guys were pretty self-sufficient when it came to like having fun and having friends Right. Well, I still had a lot of friends growing up, especially my mom. She has two sisters. And the funny thing is um, they um, live very close to us, like their family uh, lived very close to us. It's like, I don't know, um, right next door, something like that. Nice. So uh, growing up, I had a lot of cousins uh, with me. Um we had a lot of great memories, especially celebrating Chinese New Year. It's one of the best things to me, just with my cousins and all the friends I have. Um, I have a lot of good friends in um, elementary school because we're all like in the same town. So we know each other pretty well and we're neighbors, stuff like that. So it was very fun just going to school with them. Yeah. 
Cool. So after boarding school, uh, yeah. you said it was only like a three-year thing. Yeah, three years. Okay, cool. Um, and at that point, you had graduated from high school. Yes. Cool. So then it was off to college. Off to college, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And uh, where did you go to college? So I went to uh, university. Um, it's called South China Normal University. It's like it was supposed to be training uh, students to become teachers in the first place. But uh, when it started to get bigger, of course, um, it develops a lot of different subjects and uh, fields in the university. Um, when I went to that university, I, I majored in management. Um, so, yeah, it was not the major I liked. But I I just felt like God has a plan for me because it's because of that, I got to... Uh, meet a lot of disciples uh, on campus if i were to go to a different major i might be in a different campus that i may not be reached out to um so yeah it's very amazing now looking back i just feel like yeah god has a plan um and that university is in the city uh, we call guangzhou uh, some hey. of you might know mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yep a university is four years um that's when yeah i got reached out to cool yeah so go go ahead and and talk a little bit about how you came to be a disciple in a country you know maybe even talk about uh just the the religious political situation there because i know Uh it's so different from here in the states right um so in china some people they believe in buddhism but i would say the majority um, don't really have like a religion or a re- religious background because in my hometown I don't think people believe in anything yeah um, so it's very interesting when people say they believe in Buddhism most of the time I feel like it's an excuse they don't really believe in that because they don't practice um, their theories or uh, religious uh, I don't know yeah they don't do anything um so in China, it's kind of hard to share faith with people because you can't really do it in public unless your church is registered. Then you can invite people uh, to come to your church on Sunday. And usually they have a church building um, where they would have Sunday service. And possibly I th- I've seen people um, giving out like flyers stuff like that uh inviting people to go to church but i believe those people belong to you know a registered church in china um but if you want to share faith um really uh, without being monitored you'll have to do it underground yeah and it's interesting because this year i think the government changed the law like you can't reach out on campus like it's getting um more strict in terms of reaching out on campus. And if they find you doing that, you might get in trouble or you might get arrested. I'm not sure about the details, but yeah, we we've dis- we have discussions about that before I came here. Yeah. Dang, that's intense. Yeah. So then when, when you were reached out to, it was not like a, hey, come to this Bible talk. We're going to talk about the Bible. Like, 
we're going to sit somewhere on campus and openly discuss the Bible. It was much different than that. Yeah, it's very different. Uh, you don't want to just run into someone and then ask them to come to church because they might be spies from the government, right? Because if they see people doing that on the street, they might send out spies, you know, just to uh, pass off as like a random folk. And then you want to talk to them and then they might, you know, say, oh, yeah, sure, I'll come to your church. But they ended up, you know, showing the, oh, I'm a police, something like that. And so we've, we've had um, cases like that. I've heard, like, we reached out to a person. Uh, I don't know how old he was. He probably like middle-aged man. And he was actually, his, he was a cop. And we did not know that. So you mingle in a big group. And then he started asking questions like to people like, you know, what do you do? What is your name? What is your university? And then some of the leaders saw that and they figured out, yeah, he probably is a cop. <laughs> and he was. Um, and then I think some leaders invited him to their house to just have a discussion with them, you know, about what we're doing and just to make sure they know we're not doing anything uh, anti-government or anything. Um, so we were safe. Because that's the that's the real concern. Like that's why this law and everything exists. And there's this whatever uh, I don't want to say prejudice, but uh, there's this awareness of it, right? Because there there's a concern that it's going to be an- something anti-government is going on, right? Yeah. So and of course, what we're doing is um, completely harmless, and we're just trying to teach people how to love one another, right? But they don't know what we're doing. All they want to do is just to make sure we're do, doing something okay um yeah you're there we're not trying to do anything crazy or anything yeah uh i think in the capital probably uh some cops would sit in um the service just to listen to the sermon and and to make sure you uh, we're doing okay <laughs> um but wow. i think that's good on the other hand because they know what we're doing and in that case, we don't need to worry too much about it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, there's that level of transparency of like, look, we're not trying to <laughs> overthrow right. the government. We're just uh, trying to talk about Jesus. Yeah. I, I can imagine, though, the people speaking have to be very, very careful that yeah. they don't say anything about yeah. or political, government. Yeah, like, political, you know, you're, you're not under the law. You're under God's <laughs> law. Like, oh, yeah. So, so that's good. I think God has been blessing China, and it, He's been working um, in most cities. Yeah. So it's very good to see that. Cool. Uh, and so you said you got reached out to at this college. Yeah. Um, and did you study the Bible after that? Uh, following that? Um, not really. When? What? So my discipler, uh, he's an American. And first time when I met him was at an English, English class. And he was standing there alone, as you remember, uh, at night. And then I saw him. I was like, hey. <laughs> and I started to talk to him. Uh, and then we exchanged information. And he started inviting me out to Frisbee or um, Bible talk. Not real Bible talks, just fun activities. Um, then after two weeks... And then we sat down and have deep conversations. That's when he started to, you know, share the Bible with me. 
but at that time I was really I wasn't really open to it you know because I had no knowledge of any religions so I was scared when he started talking about the Bible I was like mm. uh yeah the whole time I was nervous but it was interesting to me what he was sharing like I was really impressed by him just finding answers to all the questions I had you know in the Bible like flipping through scriptures I was like wow that's, that's great um but yeah but at the end of a conversation I kind of said no you know to reading the Bible but then after like a semester um then I changed my mind because a lot of things happened like you know I was struggling with hallucination and all these things I was like hopeless basically um then after one semester I was like mm, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> then I texted him. I was like, I want to study the Bible now. And yeah, and then we start, started, um, I think in 2014. Yeah, 2014. Then after three months, I got baptized. Three uh, months of getting in the Word. That's right. <laughs> so when when was that? Like, what was the date? Um, June 22nd. June 22nd. 2014. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Dang. So at any point in the studies... Like I, at what point were you like, wow, like this is, this is the truth. Like this is, I didn't grow up with this. I didn't know anything about it, but I'm convinced this is what is correct. What is right. Right. Um, I think it was after, um, first three weeks of studying the Bible. I just realized, you know, my hallucination situation just got better, um, wow. without any medical help. I was like, wow that's crazy like a miracle happening to me uh and then i realized wow believing in the word and really um doing it can heal me and yeah i I, when i read the stories about you know jesus um doing all the miracle signs i was like wow i believe that could happen because it's literally happening to me (laughs) so i was like wow i need to really follow god and repent and yeah and it's been um a new me and i you know remember i was saying i was sad throughout the whole high school year uh, years and and when i uh start studying the bible i start to become more joyful and you know be real happy and it was great yeah yeah, that's that's the Jason I know. I can't imagine <laughs> you being sad all the time. Uh, yeah, that's when 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 you came here. Eventually, it was like this dude's like always happy. He's always like content. He's always blah 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 blah. Yeah. So, and and he did eventually come here. So uh, explain a little bit how like that whole situation worked. How you ended up in Champagne? Okay, so I really like studying languages, especially English. And I love teaching English. So when I was in my junior year, I started um, thinking about my future, like what did I want to do after I graduate? And uh, I've been thinking about like going abroad just to study English for, you know, my future, like to teach English in China. And so yeah, one day I was sitting in class uh, just thinking about my future and then a th- an idea just hit me like oh 
I think I want to go to grad school because I have a higher chance of getting scholarship or、um, assistantship. And then I start doing a lot of research, like about、uh, universities in the states, like grad school, their programs, and all the stuff.、Um, and then back then, I think Quincy was already here.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I talked to him. Uh, about hey how how's the、uh, champagne or how's the university? He was like great. It's it's snowy and and it's cold. Prepare、uh, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. But then in my senior year, oh, still in junior year, I started you know、um, doing a lot of research and writing papers、um, for applications. And I picked、uh, University of. Illinois, yeah, Champagne, because、um, I had a list, right? And then those were all like top fifty schools in the states, and Champagne was on the list. And knowing that Quincy was here really helped me,、um, you know, making my mind applying for this school, because I I could only choose five, like because I had to pay money right to apply、uh, for schools, and I had to pick five, and Champagne was on the list. Because Quincy was here and was telling me all about Champagne, I was like, "Great, I'm gonna do that." And then I got an offer, so I applied for five grad schools, and first three rejected me. I was so sad. Every morning I woke up, the first thing I was like, turn on the Wi-Fi and check my emails, and the first three schools rejected me. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" My heart pumped so hard when I saw the rejection letter. But then one morning when I woke up, I saw. Congratulations! I'm like, oh my gosh, and then I <laughs> clicked in the email and I saw champagne, yeah, and they got they gave me an offer,、um, so I was very excited, yeah, to come here, yeah. That's how I got to champagne, yeah. The whole story just see got working because when I first got my、um, offer, they said、uh, we wouldn't be able to provide any scholarships for you because we're under a limited budget. I was so sad because I really wanted to go, but I don't have money.、And、then I did my best to to search on Google like all the scholarships that are eligible to me. But after like a week,、um, the school sent me another email telling me, "Okay, we we can give you a a TA ship, like teaching assistant ship, and but we had to give you an interview before we gave you this offer, and then." I did that. <laughs> the one thing that I remember the、um, very interesting was after the interview, I was trying to say goodbye, but but then I say I love you. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, what did I say?、Uh, I said I love you. Oh my gosh. Oh my was gosh. It, was, was it was it a phone interview? It was a Skype interview. Oh okay.、So、I said、like, I said love you. Oh my gosh. Then I I was like.、Oh. Wish I didn't say that, but love you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say goodbyes. I love you. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, that's what sold them. That's what sold yeah, them. Yeah.、Like, Whoa! Come、like, on, that guy said, "Love you." That dude loves me. <laughs> wow! I gotta give him the offer. I gotta、no. get him here. Yeah. So it everything went so smoothly, like f- from the day I prepared for a language test to the day I got to Champagne. Yeah, I just see got working. Just blessing me the whole time. I was just so happy, yeah, to be here. So you were here for grad school, 
which yes. is awesome. But mm-hmm. eventually, two years later, mm-hmm. you got your degree. Yep. And you moved back to China. Mm-hmm. What What was the drive for that? What, what made you want to go back? So we went back there for one year challenge because we um, were thinking about planting a new church um, last year or maybe two years ago. We already had that idea. Um, so I went back there for, we call it OYC. Yeah. Good stuff. And so where where is this church planting? Or what um, was the church planting? Okay, it's I'll, give now. You, uh, I'll give you a... Uh, well, I, I can't give away too much information, um, but it's somewhere near Hong Kong. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah, I gotta keep it... Gotta, mm-hmm. gotta keep it low-key. Low-key on the down low. Yep. But that's what Jason's doing. That's where he's at now. He's also... Not single. Whoa, <laughs> not yeah. for sale anymore. <laughs> not for <laughs> sale. <laughs> He's off the market. He's off the market. Uh, that's awesome. So yeah. who who is this girl? So her name is Amy, and she's an art teacher. Yeah, nice. She's really good at art. Ah, the English teacher and the art teacher yeah. fell in love. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting combination. But that's awesome. Yeah. What is one thing someone could do on any given day that would encourage you? I think for me, I now I really like encouragement cards because um, last year I went back to China and uh, I had a lot of encouragement cards from uh, people. And then I started put, posting them on the wall. Um, and every time when I see them, that reminds me of people here. So it's very cool. Yeah, I would say encouragement cards. Awesome. Yeah. Good to know. Start writing them up. Start, <laughs> start writing them now. That's cool. Oh, uh, did the storm stop outside? <laughs> I hear some pitter patter. You hear a little pit patter, a little something like that. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's getting more intense now. <laughs> Oh jeez. It's the fire round. It's round, gotta baby. be the fire round. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, alright, Jason. So this is how this is gonna go. Okay. I'm just gonna explain this to you. We have a list of either or questions. Okay. Okay. It's very important you understand these are either or questions. So I can only choose one. Exactly. Yes. You cannot got choose it. none. You can't He's choose got it. both. Okay, only you choose one. You can't choose a third option. <laughs> okay. Okay, and the goal is that you answer these as fast as possible. Oh, wow. As fast as you can, all right? Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Andy, go. Spotify or Pandora? Uh, Spotify. Country music or anything else? Anything else. (laughs) Purple or green grapes? Purple. Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese Doritos? Nacho Cheese Dorito. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Cake or pie? Pie. Caramel or caramel? Caramel. Dining or delivery? Dining. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced coffee. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Coco. Cola. (laughs) (laughs) Sports or arts? What's that? Sports or arts? Arts. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. Caleb or Esther? 
so hard. Uh, Caleb? Yep, yep. <laughs> Rain or sun? What's that? Uh, sun. Spoon or fork? Spoon. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Oh, wow. wow. You know, I really appreciate you because when I said iced coffee or hot coffee, I knew you just wanted to say tea. <laughs> Why would you think I would say tea? Because you you drink tea all the time. <laughs> not anymore. Oh, really? Oh, so. Yeah, I drink water. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, we actually have two other questions, which I, I don't know if one's going to like... It takes some explanation. You yeah. Know what I mean? well, a, a little bit. A little bit. Okay. A little bit. So... Both of these are yogurt brands. Okay. So I just need you to choose the yogurt brand you think is better. Okay. Right? I might not know them, but I'll choose just, out of my just, instinct. Yeah, you know, that honestly helps choose us. Choose one out of so. your instinct. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Danimals or Noosa? Danimals. Yes. Yeah, baby. Baby sounds funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know it's a technicality, but we still got it. Um, and finally, pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Oh. <laughs> oh. Jason. See, he did really well. Until Jason. Well. Jason, Jason, Jason. Because when I think about waffle, I always think about waffle fries from Chipotle. That's why I pick waffles. Chipotle, Chipotle is, waffle is waffle fries? fries? Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Ch- Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean. Uh, okay, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that (laughs) justification. Yeah, because when normally when people choose waffles, they're like, I'm choosing waffles because they're superior to pancakes. Right. And that's incorrect. That's just not right. (laughs) That's just incorrect. Uh, But you know what, Jason? I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, I'm okay with how you got to that point. Well, good. I also knew when I said spoon or fork, I'm like, I know this man wants to choose chopsticks. (laughs) That is so racist. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you think I use chopsticks? You use chopsticks all the time. Well, you brought a ton of chopsticks. When not you anymore. In. Oh, yeah. Not anymore. Matter. Yes, that's the answer. Also, also, it's pretty mind-blowing to me that when you're like, I, I want to be healthier, it that means drinking water instead of tea. <laughs> yes. In America, it's like, <laughs> I need to stop shoveling sugar into my mouth <laughs> and drink water. <laughs> Yeah, no, normally, like, if, if we drank tea, we'd be like, oh, that's a healthy option. Yeah, and people put honey in their tea. They that's do very, put a lot of honey in their that's tea. That's very interesting, because we, we never do that in China. Yeah, that's the authentic way of drinking tea. Just pure tea. Just pure tea. No sugar, no so, honey. So, do, do you drink coffee? Um, I do, but not much. Yeah. Gotcha. When, when you have it, what, I, I don't remember your answer. Was it iced Ice tea. Uh, I mean, ice, ice coffee. Tea. Ice coffee. Okay. Do, do you put anything in or do you just drink it black? Um, usually I put sugar and cream. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because you love yourself. I do. Good stuff. Well, Jason, uh, it's so good to have it's you on. It's been phenomenal. It's been a phenomenal time. Uh, you're a phenomenon <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Phenomena. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, I know your story has always been one that is inspiring and motivates me a lot. And uh, I just you. love spending time with you. And I'm super inspired by your life decisions and uh, just the path you've taken. So 
It's awesome. Thanks for coming on and chit-chatting with us. Oh, thank you for having me. Shooting the breeze. Yeah. <laughs> and we will see you guys. Well, we won't see you. We won't see you. You might hear from us. Yeah. Uh, you'll click on it, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Yeah. <laughs>